Our psalms this morning are Psalm 1 on page 345 and Psalm 15 on page 357. Morning prayer starts on page 3. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 1 is on page 345. Blessed is the man that hath not walked in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stood in the way of sinners, and hath not sat in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law will he exercise himself day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the waterside, that will bring forth fruit, his fruit in due season. His leaf shall also not wither, and look, whatsoever he doeth, it shall prosper. As for the ungodly, it is not so with them, but they are like the chaff which the wind scattereth away from the face of the earth. Therefore the ungodly shall not be able to stand in the judgment, neither the sinner in the congregation of the righteous. But the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, and the way of the ungodly shall perish. Psalm 15 Lord, who shall dwell in thy tabernacle, or who shall rest upon thy holy hill? Even he that leadeth an uncorrupt life, and doeth the thing which is right, and speaketh the truth from his heart. He that hath used no deceit in his tongue, nor done evil to his neighbor, and hath not slandereth his neighbor. He that setteth not by himself, but is lowly in his own eyes, and maketh much of them that fear the Lord. He that sweareth unto his neighbor, and disappointeth him not, though it were to his own inheritance. He that hath not given his money upon usury, nor taken reward against the innocent. Whosoever doeth these things shall never fall. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the third chapter of the Book of the Wisdom of Solomon. But the souls of the just are in God's hand, and torment shall not touch them. In the eyes of foolish men they seemed to be dead. Their departure was reckoned as defeat and their going from us disaster. But they are at peace, for though in the sight of men they may be punished, they have a sure hope of immortality, and after a little chastisement they will receive great blessings, because God has tested them and found them worthy to be his. Like gold in a crucible he put them to the proof, and found them acceptable like an offering burnt whole upon the altar. In the moment of God's coming to them, they will kindle into flame, like sparks that sweep through stubble. They will be judges and rulers over the nations of the world, and the Lord shall be their king forever and ever. Those who have put their trust in him shall understand that he is true, and the faithful shall attend upon him in love. They are his chosen, and grace and mercy shall be theirs. Here endeth the first lesson. Tadium Laudamus on page 10. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout the wall the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, Thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God, in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine heritage. Govern them, and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the nineteenth chapter of the book of Revelation. After these things I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments, because he has judged the great harlot who corrupted the earth with her fornication, and he has avenged on her the blood of his servants shed by her. 
Again they said, Alleluia, her smoke rises up forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God, who sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. Then a voice came from the throne, saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, and those who fear him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, as the sound of many waters, and as the sound of mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, Write, Blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, See that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant, and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he who sat on him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations, and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Here endeth the second lesson. Jubilate Deo on page 15. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who hast knit together thine elect in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of thy Son, Christ our Lord, grant us grace so to follow thy blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living, that we may come to those unspeakable joys which thou hast prepared for those who unfeignedly love thee, through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Today is All Saints Day, which is one of the six prayer book octaves which means the feast is observed on the day and commemorated for the following seven for a total of eight days uh, so the the colic for all saints day will be said after the colic for the day for the for the remainder of the week um the lesson for for all saints day um is uh th this lesson from wisdom morning prayer lesson that um it's, it's important to understand the development of biblical thought about um, life and salvation. Uh, and the inner, these, this is an apocryphal book, which means it's, a, it's one of the books that was written between the time of the end of the Old Testament and the beginning of the New Testament. And it's likely that the last Old Testament book was somewhere maybe, uh, you know, no one was quite sure, maybe where Malachi was written, some of these, uh, maybe four, 450 BC, somewhere in that milieu. But between that time and the coming of Christ and John the Baptist, there were no uh, biblical books written, largely because there were no recognized prophets from the time of the end of the Old Testament, somewhere in the milieu of Malachi, to whom the word of the Lord came, and John the Baptist, there was no one in Israel to whom the word of the Lord came who could say, thus saith the Lord. So these apocryphal books like the Wisdom of Solomon, and we had extended reading some uh, Sirach or Ecclesiasticus at the evening office, um, and a few other readings uh, come into our, our lectionary. We read them, as the prayer book says, for instruction and manner of life, but they don't have the same status for us as the books of the Old New Testament. But they're still very important because they help us understand the development of thought. And in the Old Testament, the, the primary promise of God was that he would uh, 
he brought Israel out of Egypt and he would give them the land and descendants and prosperity. And so the old covenant hinges on God fulfilling that promise and Israel conceiving of God's blessing in terms of being in the land, prospering in the land, having descendants. And this um, promise and this perspective is challenged because um, Israel, in her unfaithfulness to the covenant, loses all of that, loses the land. They're sent into exile in Babylon, loses the prosperity and blessing. And in the intertestamental period, they find Israel finds herself under the dominion of a series of foreign rulers. She's not independent. Um, there's all kinds of challenges. And then in the um, in certain circumstances, there's uh, a need that there's even persecution, uh, for example, under the uh, the wicked Syrian king Antiochus, who set up a pagan sacrifice in the temple. We read about this in Maccabees during during uh, the, the summer. And, and to be a faithful Jew meant to die. And this, this is a different perspective than the blessing promised of the Old Covenant. And so wisdom begins to, to open up this larger perspective um, that, that sees life beyond the horizon of simply blessing in time which was sort of the perspective of much of the Old Testament, that you, you, you die, you prospered, you prospered, or depending on how you, your faith in God was, and then you went to Sheol, where you slept and you rested, and there wasn't much articulation to that. But our wisdom articulates that out and, and says the souls of the righteous are in the hand of God. So those who, are, who have trusted God to the point, even if they're persecuted and opposed in life, even to the point of death, that they're faithful, there's a blessing that comes to them. And then um, those, it goes on to say in the same chapter of wisdom that it's not so with those who don't honor God. Uh, they're, 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 they, 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 they do not get a reward. This comes over into the New Testament most clearly in the parable of the rich man and Lazarus, where we see la that this sort of reversal of fortune where the fate in this world, which was not good for the for Lazarus, he ends up in Abraham's bosom, and the rich man who prospered uh, ends up in 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 the place of torment. And so this this extends the horizon, which is the the central point of the of the New Testament. Then with Jesus, who comes to fulfill the covenant, how do we understand that someone who is the righteous one actually is is persecuted to the point of death, but God vindicates him? But his vindication takes place outside of the time of this world <clears throat> in the resurrection. And, and so this, this brings the perspective of the Christian life where our goal is to remain righteous by being connected to Jesus. Righteous is primarily faith in Jesus, whom we hold on to, which manifests itself in the good works we do in life. And that kind of comes into our revelation lesson. The, you know, the armies of the saints, they're clothed in linen, bright and pure, because of the fine linen of the righteous deeds of the saints. This also ties back into the baptismal imagery of the last two Sundays, the man without a wedding garment. Notice here we have a garment, uh, 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 and, and, it's, and it's, the, it's, it's the righteous deeds, which are the expression of faith. And we tied it in on Sunday to the Ephesians lessons where we put off the old man and we put on the new man. And this is our daily activity of, 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 of 
by confession, putting off sin, by prayer, uh, putting on Christ, going out to do the things he called us to do. And it's not like we're perfect in our good works, but the good works that, that replace our self-centered activity are evidence of our, of our belonging to Christ. And one of the perspectives that Revelation and New Testament brings that advances on wisdom is that wisdom saw the, the future reward they die and completely a future reward. But Revelation, the tension of Revelation is caught up in the idea that because the Spirit is sent to us, we already live in the kingdom. We already live in the light of our justification. There's a passage in Ephesians where where St. Paul says that, 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 that God has raised us up and made us to sit in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And so when Revelation tells us that there's a great multitude in heaven praising God, it doesn't really mean this is not merely a future um, reality. It is us now in our prayer in heaven, tabernacled in heaven in Christ, even as we go from our prayer into the world. And that's why we saw in the Revelation lesson that the armies are still going out and the word of God, um, this image of the sword of his mouth, which is clearly the word of God, that the church goes out into the world to, to fight the good fight with the, with the, um, the word of God is, is the weapon because the world will be judged by the word and our faithfulness to the word, our proclamation of the word, our witness to the word in our lives and our, our works are, our evidence for the both testimony to other people of the, of God's message and also the evidence that we are living right now in the kingdom because we're living in his word. So uh, anyway, a few thoughts about the morning prayer lessons for All Saints Day. We'll continue with the prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men.
We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Great to be with you this morning. Good All Saints Day. Thank you, Barb and Robert. Thank you. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Bye, kiddos. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you, everyone.